Okay, a little housekeeping. We've got Sean, your host here from the Infantry School in Gagetown. The purpose of this mini-podcast is to clean up some of the uh, loose ends from the first six and to talk about what we're going to be covering in the next batch. This has been very much a learning experience for me to, to try to get these podcasts together. It's not exactly something in the job description of an infantry or an infantry officer to, to put these together. There are people in the military called public affairs uh, who do this for a living, but we have tried to keep this infantry-centric, so all the people, as I mentioned in the trailer episode, have been directly either in the infantry or supporting the infantry or, uh, as you heard on the last episode, married to the infantry. The first thing I'd like to say is that any errors or omissions are entirely my fault and my responsibility, and I will aim to do better in subsequent episodes. It is uh, my pet project to, to put this together, so anything that I said that I got wrong, uh, there's nobody to blame but me, and, and I will own that. As with any military project, the last step in battle procedure is to have an after action, and, and we are doing that internally. If you're not familiar with uh, the AAR, it's, a, it's a, the last step of battle procedure we go through to find how we can improve and sustain things. And we are doing that now uh, before we get our next batch of episodes together. Some initial things that have been brought up already uh, are things like having more of an officer focus in the first season. Uh, we've got two episodes that had to do with how to get ready for officer courses and only uh, one that had to get ready with uh, how to get ready for recce and snipers, which are more uh, NCM heavy. That is a, uh, a reality somewhat of the infantry school putting through more officer candidates than, than NCM candidates. H- however, we're definitely aiming to correct that in the next season or the next batch of episodes. We're going to try to get DP3 Bravo uh, core staff on here. I'm going to work with my Meaford contacts to try to get a DP1 Infantier a rep in here to talk about how to get ready for those Infantier soldier courses. As well, listener feedback is going to be one of the things that we really look for going forward. Uh, I am only able to correct so many of my own faults or other things that I'm not seeing, but I'd really appreciate uh, some input from, uh, not just for question-wise, but any sort of suggestions on how to make the podcast better, uh, and as well, anything that we got wrong that you can help me correct. And again, that is done through the Infantry Corps Facebook account or the Infantry School Facebook page. You can either post it on the wall where we're talking about the podcast, or you can send me a direct message through either of those, and it's usually me who checks that account. So feel free to send your listener feedback, not just in terms of questions for the Q&A, but anything that can be sent to improve the podcast. A couple of specific points that I'd like to to clear up from the the first batch of episodes, uh, and this is where the housekeeping part comes in. When talking about the Infantry Corps executive positions, I neglected to mention the reserve ones. We also have a Deputy Director uh, Reserve Infantry, and we have a Deputy Chief Warrant Officer as well. So it's not just the Reg Force ones uh, at the Infantry School uh, and abroad. We do have uh, Reserve ones who try to connect as part of the Executive to bring the Reserve needs uh, up to the Executive. Some of the terms and acronyms brought up in the first six episodes uh, that some of you may not know about. Pathfinder and Esh were two that were brought up in the Sniper and Recce episodes that not everyone might be familiar with. Pathfinder is, of course, not run at the Infantry School. There's a a separate school uh, slash unit in Trenton that runs most airborne-related things. So they do your basic paras, your advanced uh, parachute-related courses. And as well, they have a hand in running the, the Pathfinder course that is not run at the Infantry School. So it's one of those extended infantry family units that is part makes up the infantry corps because it runs a lot of infantry specific uh, training but that is what the the term pathfinder means 
As well, the term esh was brought up, which is short for echelon. If you're not familiar with military terms, the echelons are, think of it like waves of an attack. You have the troops themselves or the fighting echelon or the FESH. And then right behind that, you have the supporting elements. So not necessarily logistics in nature. The first few are uh, infantry and part of the battle group as well. So behind that fighting echelon, we have the A echelon, which, broken, which is broken down into subsequent uh, components. And then you have the B echelon as well. We don't need to go into precise detail of what those are, but when they were talking about the recce components have a, a bigger esh behind them than the than the snipers, that, that's what it means. The echelon is the, uh, the support elements right behind the fighting force. In the Spousal episode, there were two acronyms brought up that, funny enough, we were saying at the beginning that spouses learning acronyms are, are part of the, the headache, but then uh, the spouses use two acronyms themselves that, that may not be clear. The term MFRC, when it was brought up, was the Military Family Resource Center. That's, it's not a military entity, but it's directly in support uh, of Army soldiers. So on it, every base, you'll have a mil- Military Family Resource Center. That is exactly what uh, the acronym suggests. They have resources that support uh, soldiers and their families. The term HLTA was brought up in the context of a deployment. That is a home leave travel assistance. But essentially what it is is in the middle of a tour... Uh, If you get a six or a seven month tour, you get a break in the middle of that. It's not necessarily a a half time. It's a a rotation. Some people might get it at the two month mark. Some people might get it at the five month mark. But that is a chance for uh, you to put your tour on pause uh, and the army pays to to get you back to your family. Or you can go to a third destination if you want to go somewhere tropical or or Europe or wherever. One other housekeeping point from the uh, spousal episode, there was a lot of talk about moves Uh, And I did just want to make sure that uh, the audience is aware that as much as it may have been talked about that moves cause stress on the family and some hardships, one thing we did not cover is that those, all of the moves are actually still paid for by the military. So uh, it costs money to move, it costs money to uh, get you from A to B, costs money to, uh, for the travel, for yourselves, it costs money to to do what's called the house hunting trip. So a few months before you move, you get your house hunting trip to go see uh, your next location to to choose the location where you're going to buy. That costs money. Packing your stuff up and moving your stuff costs money. The the army does pay for that. We're we're not going to get into the subcomponents of whether you make money or lose money on a house because that would be outside the the scope of the episode. But generally, the army does pay for the the expenses. Lastly, we'll talk about what we're going to be looking at for the next batch. Uh, I'm hesitant to call them seasons, but that's kind of what they are if you look at it as a a Netflix model. So in the first season, we covered how to get ready for some courses, what some courses the infantry school does, what the infantry corps is. The next batch we're looking at, although this is not in stone, some episode ideas that we've got sketched out that we look to, to start airing in the next month. Infantry corps weapons and equipment. So when we're talking about the weapons we use, the vehicles we drive. We're looking at having an episode on the ideal NCO, uh, hopefully with uh, RSM input on that. We're going to have one on differences and similarities. So how reg forest life is different than reserve life, uh, course progression, uh, etc. How the infantry is similar and different to other trades, and how an officer career path is different than an NCM career path. As mentioned, we're going to have one specifically on DP1 Infantier, uh, we've had two episodes already on how to get ready for officer courses. So that, that's probably my main effort for the next batch is to get uh, in touch with my MIFRI contacts or, or potentially Wainwright or Valcartier to get that soldier component in there. 
clearly it's vital that soldiers are the backbone of the infantry, so that DP1 infantry course is uh, paramount. We can also do a, a 3 Bravo or DP4, which are the Sergeant to Warrant course and the Warrant to Master Warrant course uh, that are held inside the infantry school, and we might combine uh, those into one episode. The Commandant himself has volunteered to run one episode. Uh, he is bilingual, so that is a good opportunity to have uh, one of our French episodes. He said he can do it bilingual or do uh, one of each, but he can talk about his philosophy, and he's not just the Commandant of the Infantry School, his executive position is the Deputy Director of the Infantry Corps. As brought up in one of the questions by uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alex Haynes, the former Commandant of the School, and now he's uh, CO of multiple reserve units. Uh, the LAV is such a big component of the infantry that I think it can get its own episode. It's the eight-wheeled fighting vehicle that uh, six out of the nine battalions uh, drive around in. Uh, there are other vehicles, but the, the LAV has been the, the backbone fighting vehicle of the infantry for the last uh, almost 20 years now. So it is worth having an episode specifically on the LAV. Its capabilities, uh, not going into anything OPSEC, but uh, its capabilities, how we use it, uh, how to crew it, uh, and I'd like to get uh, Colonel Haynes on here to talk about that if possible. Lastly, we've bounced around the idea of having a news-related episode, uh, such as like current events and, and where we're at with various projects, procurement, uh, decisions that are happening that are affecting the Corps. If we do a news-related or a current event-related episode, it, I'd really like to keep them limited because the overall arching aim of these podcasts for us is to have things that are going to be relevant for years and years or so. Even if the, the name of DP 1.1 or DP 1 changes over time into some other course, I, I'd like this podcast to be a reference for a, a soldier or officer candidate 10, 20 years from now to be able to listen to this and say, this is still generally what the course entails. And the courses really don't change that much. But if I talk about, if we have an episode about current affairs to the Infantry Corps, it, it's it's going to be relevant for a few months and then it's going to be stale. So we, we might do one just to, to say that we've done it. Uh, but it won't be any more than one every few seasons. And lastly, I'd really like to thank everyone who had a hand in helping us with this podcast, all the special guests, both uh, military and not military, who had a part in making this podcast not just me talking into a microphone. The conversations, I think, are, are what really add value to people, and everyone else has more experience in their trades uh, and sub-occupations than I do. So without their help, uh, this podcast would have not been able to be uh, the success it was. And finally, uh, Mike Monroe, the audio engineer, and Kelly Mitten, the producer and project manager of this, have been a vital in the background. Without Mike and Kelly, we wouldn't have been able to do this, so thank you very much. Those episodes we just brought up, uh, we aim to record in the next month, and hopefully we'll have those available for download very soon. Thank you, listener. Uh, as my final point, uh, without you downloading this, it's not much purpose. So whatever you can do to spread the word that this podcast exists is greatly appreciated. Uh, it's done to help you out as much as possible to keep you informed on Infantry Corps matters and how to get ready for courses and, and let you know what we're up to. So thank you, the listener, as the, the final thing I say before we shout out. And with that, do some miss, and I'll see you on the next episode.